0: I just said stay safe and take care of yourselves like it's not the same fucking thing. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where... (laughs) I just forgot it. (laughs) Imperfect people have imperfect conversations. (laughs) Uh, I'm Christina, your very imperfect host, and it's been a while since I recorded this podcast. It's been like three weeks, as a matter of fact, and I would like to say that I had a really good break. I finished school. Um, no idea what I got on my final grades because I haven't checked yet. I just like submitted the thing and clocked out, if you will, uh, and it's been really good for my mental health. I've kind of been spending the last few weeks just letting myself do nothing, I'm beginning to realize that when it comes to the podcast, that's really important. Because when I try to knock out all this content and still handle my responsibilities uh, because I feel like I have to, it's not good. The last episode I published was probably the most chaotic that I've ever done. Um, Y'all seem to like it. I noticed when re-listening to it that... I apologize a lot for my imperfections, which is fucking ironic, right? I notice that I'm always um, explaining away everything that's wrong or that I perceive as being wrong with what I'm doing, and honestly, it's really boring, and I'm done doing it, so I'm not going to apologize anymore for whatever this podcast is turning into. (laughs) Take that as you will. I'm kind of thrown off right now because I was listening to really upbeat, loud music just now to pump myself up to make this. And you know when you put on a Spotify playlist that is one of those random mixes and you take a glance at it and it looks like all artists you like? And so you put it on and then you go do something. And in my case, I was sitting on the toilet vaping (laughs) and this like country song comes on and I I stood up super fast. I was like, oh, fuck, no. Um, and I ran over and turned it off, but by then it was too late, so the vibe is off. But I'm not going to apologize it. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. Jesus Christ. I am stone cold sober right now, I promise. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to give you all a mental health update. Uh, I'm also going to read something that um, my very first guest just wrote that's really good. I'm going to share a journal entry from 2016 that I thought was pretty relevant, and then I'm going to share the results of the latest pickle poll, which includes a voice recording. That's right. One of my listeners sent me a voice recording in response to the last pickle poll, and it really awoke inside me this thirst for more voice recordings. Not sure why I had to say it like that. I just like to keep things spicy. But it was so nice. And it kind of reminded me that real people listen to my podcast. It's not just numbers on a screen. And I I like that because it makes me feel valid and that this thing that I'm doing actually reaches some people. So um, at the end of the episode, I'll give you instructions for how to submit your own if you feel so inclined. Or as they say in church, if you feel led. (laughs) Uh, If you're new to the podcast, I'm an atheist. I grew up in the church and I still like to throw around church phrases just for the fun of it. Um, Maybe that should be one of my pickle poles. What's something that you could say in church and also say on a mental health podcast? I don't know. We'll put a pin in it. Um, Okay, but before I do any of that, I would like to ask y'all for something, unapologetically, I might add, which is reviews. So, (laughs) my microphone just became unplugged while I was doing this request for reviews, which to me is kind of a sign that I need to not spend so much time asking for reviews. But basically... Um, leave me a review. I would love it so much. I'm going to do this thing where I read a review every week. Um, that's kind of bold to assume that I'm going to get new reviews every week. There I go again. I, I do that too. In addition to apologizing, I kind of downplay my own, I don't want to say success, but um, I act like good things aren't going to happen to me, which I don't know. That's That seems really negative. and not productive to mental health and so I'm gonna to try to stop doing that too <laughs> y'all couldn't keep me accountable but anyway I'm gonna read this review that I got um I cannot lie to you <laughs> this review was written by my mother the one and only Ginger Lou I thought about not telling y'all that it was written by her but I just can't lie um it's my mother my mother wrote me a podcast review some might see it as sad and pathetic, but I see it as really endearing and acute as fuck. Uh, so the one and only Ginger Lou who has been a guest on my podcast multiple times, she wrote me a review. So, okay, I'll just read it. So the subject is keeping it real, exclamation point. And the best part of this review is the name that she chose to, to post as. She chose as her name, Mere Asylum. That's Mere, spelled M-E-R-E, asylum. I have so many questions, um, but we're moving on. So here's what she says. Pickles and Vodka podcast is genuine and helps everyday people dive into mental health issues. Some surface, some not so obvious. The host, Christina, is such an excellent podcaster and asks her guests and followers fantastic questions, that deal with stuff we might not otherwise know or ignore. This is one of the best podcasts out there. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm like blushing. Uh, yeah, that's adorable, right? So, please write me a review. Uh, you can use whatever name you want. It doesn't have to be mental health related, although it would be funny if it was. Uh, you got to beat Ginger Lou at her own game. What what can be more entertaining than Mere Asylum? Uh, but leave me a review so next week I'll have something to read. Um, because if you don't, I might get my cats to write a review. And who knows where that would lead. <laughs> okay, um, moving on mental health update. So I've been doing really well. Um, I had kind of a weird incident happen the other day. I, it's bulimia related, because it brought up a lot of thoughts and feelings that I experienced when I was regularly binging and purging. Um, So basically, I had been, I was really, really having a bad body image day. Uh, Shocker, I'm in recovery, I'm happy, but I still have bad body image days, Um, more days than not, I might add. And my confidence has been kind of at an all time low. This also has to do with the fact that after 14 years of abusing my reproductive system, I'm getting periods again, and the, the hormonal shifts are insane. I don't like to use that word lightly, but like, oh my god. I've mentioned before on the podcast that I've felt like I was suicidal before, and then it ended up to just be my period. But physically, going through that on a monthly basis has really fucked me up. Like my acne gets really bad, I gain weight, I get sluggish, I cry all the time, and I don't know how to handle it yet. So anyway, the day that this incident happened, I was having a really bad confidence day and I had been eating quote-unquote badly all day. And by the way, when I say that, I don't mean I was eating bad food because bad foods don't exist. Guess what? Food is neither good nor bad. It's food. Uh, But I was eating foods for the wrong reasons that day. I was eating foods that didn't make me feel good. And that night I had something bad, I guess, like actually bad, like rotten. And it made me feel sick. And so I just felt I already was struggling not to purge. And then I, I guess gave myself food poisoning (laughs) and it wasn't like the worst case of food poisoning where you're just involuntarily vomiting, but it was really bad. And I knew that I would feel better if I threw up. And so I made myself throw up, uh, and I did feel better afterward, but mentally I kind of started to spiral because I was like, was that a relapse? Did I just relapse? I had to check in with myself. Like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, how are we doing right now in this moment? And it made me realize how far I've come that I was able to use that moment to check in rather than use it as an excuse to just go off the rails and binge and purge for hours. Uh, I'm really proud of myself for that. But I wanted to share it because not a lot of people talk about moments like that in recovery from an eating disorder. And those moments happen a lot. There's times where I'll accidentally skip a meal or I'll, you know, look down and realize that I ate a whole box of cookies and I'm not even trying to binge. It just happens. And that's okay. But those things kind of throw me off. And I feel like no one really talks about them. And Instead, they look at you and they applaud you for not purging or not binging or what, whatever. But I'm still struggling with it. Like, even now, it's been like a week and I still feel like I cheated. I feel like I got away with something. And um, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But other, other than that, I've been doing really well. Um, I wanted to read something that my friend Lorenzo posted the other day. Um, Lorenzo, if you are not a longtime fan of the podcast, was my first guest ever. Um, I worked with him in DC in 2018 when I started the podcast and he graciously accepted my invitation to come on and let me ask him about his life and mental health and all that stuff. And um, Lorenzo, has been going through a vast amount of change since that episode aired i'm so proud of him he's a talented beautiful human being who works really hard on himself and it shows and i just want the best for him and he's gonna come back on as a guest soon i promise um oh speaking of which i promise next week i will have an actual guest I don't know who it is yet, full disclosure, but I'm putting it out there, so I'll get off my ass and actually do it. Call it manifestation. (laughs) I hate that word. Anyway, I wanted to share um, part of this piece Lorenzo wrote and shared to Facebook. Uh, He posted a list of things that he's learned in his 20s, because like me, he's going to be 30 this year. And um, the list is 44 items long and some of them are short and others are like multiple sentences and I'm only going to read a few of them that I really related with or that made me laugh because if I read the whole thing it would take a long time and I I feel like I don't know he can can talk about more of them when he's on as a guest but I wanted to read some of them because they're really good and I think that you all would benefit from them I know I did Okay, so some of the things that Lorenzo has learned in his 20s. Your mental health is everything. In this day and age, if your mental health isn't well, it's a recipe for disaster. No one is ever too busy to give you their time and attention. It's all a matter of if you're a priority. Allow certain relationships to fizzle out. Every ending doesn't have to be loud and dramatic. Love your body. Like, really love your body. Even if you're a man, love your damn body. You get one of these in this life. <laughs> oh my god, that one is so good. Sometimes it hits me like, I'm not invincible. I'm gonna die someday. What the fuck have I been doing with my body? This is, this is the worst deal ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, chasing money and never sleeping will get old after a while. Don't be afraid to give a shit. Most of us pride ourselves on not caring. It's really not the flex that most people think it is. If you care for nothing, how can you really experience life to its fullest? Don't be afraid to take up space. Folding yourself into a neat, digestible package will work against you eventually. Understanding who your ancestors were and how present they are in your life will help you as a black person. Disclaimer, I am not reading all of the stuff that he wrote that have to do with him being black because I want him to read them on his episode because he can talk about... His blackness more than I can as a white person. (laughs) Uh, Being vulnerable is one of the best strengths one can have. You live without inhibitions, you'll live without so many regrets. Everyone doesn't deserve access to you. Weighted blankets are godsends. Intention is how you take meaningful steps in life, context is how you understand other people's steps in life. I feel like I need to read that one again, it's so good. Intention is how you take meaningful steps in life. Context is how you understand other people's steps in life. Most people my age have a deep need to connect and be loved, but hide behind fake apathy and carelessness. And we use social media to convey that apathy and carelessness. Everyone is a little gay. (laughs) Clock out when it's time to get off. Yes, you're replaceable. You need that job more than they need you. Everything in life doesn't need to be commodified. Some things should be there to be enjoyed, not profited from. Drink water daily, and I'm so serious about that. (laughs) I feel targeted by that one. Try not to take yourself too seriously. We're on a swirling rock through the cosmos. Now, how serious is that? It's kind of funny if you think about it. I agree, it's fucking hilarious and also terrifying. Money isn't the true mark of success. It's having a diverse set of experiences. It's okay to be wrong. Trust me, you won't die or combust. And guess what? It's even more okay to admit that you're wrong. The smartass part of me wanted to respond to this with, well, sometimes when you're wrong, you can die or combust. Like, if you're wrong about what kind of gas goes in your car. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But isn't that good? like Lorenzo is such a good writer and so wise and I can't wait to have him back on the podcast to talk about um this whole list Uh, I did share it to my personal Facebook I'll share it to the podcast too if it's okay with him um by the way I asked him if I could read this on the podcast because I don't just want to like steal someone else's words how shitty would that be if the whole episode was just me reading stuff from other people (laughs) I'd probably come (laughs) best Okay, so with that said, I'm going to move on to the part of the solo episode where I read an old journal entry and talk about things that have changed, things that haven't changed, and what I learned along the way. Um, If you're new to the podcast, again, I usually interview guests, but on the episodes where I don't interview guests, where I'm by myself, I like to read these old journal entries because they're oftentimes insightful and entertaining. So the journal entry in question that I wanted to read, I know we're going right from reading something to reading another thing. Oh, there I go. I'm excusing away the choices that I make on my own podcast. Like, so what? What if I read something cool and then read something else that's kind of cool? Like, that's not a bad thing. Um, so the journal entry I'm reading is from 2016. And let me tell you what I was doing in 2016. I was living in Austin, Texas, favorite city. I was very happy there. Um, I had just started dating someone new that I would eventually move to D.C. for. And I was pretty happy. But I was also... (sighs) Now I have to wait for the sirens to conclude. Yesterday I was walking down the street and this guy on a dirt bike zoomed by wearing a black ski mask and then there were like two cop cars chasing behind and everyone around me like took out their phones and started filming it was pretty it was pretty crazy um okay they're quieting down now so in 2016 I was happy but I was also developing a very serious alcohol dependency that would turn into full-blown alcoholism a few years later and on the surface I was, like, doing okay, and so I was really struggling with why I was struggling so much. Like, why I felt the need to obliterate myself every night. Like, why I felt the need to escape from the quote-unquote happy life that I built for myself. And so, this entry is from Thursday, 6th October, 2016. I wish I knew what it was like to live without this crippling feeling that i'm missing something that i'm just not good enough technically i'm doing so many things right i'm doing my best to be productive i get together with friends and try to laugh and converse without betraying my social anxiety i don't know what i meant by that without betraying my social anxiety i get out of my bed and i eat breakfast i survive but it all feels off i want to thrive I want to live without needing the buzz of caffeine or the fuzziness of Benadryl to ease me into sleep. I want to go somewhere to study by myself without worrying about all the negative consequences, getting lost, crashing, meeting someone I don't want to see. Better stay home. At the peak of my mental health, I'm still driving myself crazy. So that's it. I I picked a short one because I knew I would be reading Lorenzo's thing. Uh, But there's a few things that jump out at me. First of all, bitch, you had anxiety. (laughs) You totally had anxiety and I can't see it. I'm so convinced that there's some mysterious thing that's wrong with me and that is keeping me from being like other people. And also, why do I need to be like other people? Um, it's sad, but it's also really validating. And I think a lot of people can relate to it because we all hide things, right? Like we all have this personality that we put on that we have in public. And then we have our real selves that's struggling and feels like they can't struggle and that they shouldn't talk about struggling because if they do talk about struggling, then they're trying to get attention or they're going to scare people away. Um, I'm projecting a little here, but time and time again, when I read these old entries, it just makes me sad that like the, uh, the answer seems so obvious to me, but I guess that's Retrospect, right? And I also am really proud of how far I've come because right now I was telling a coworker earlier that I am technically the happiest and healthiest I've been in ten years, and I think that's true. I'm still a mess. Just ask anyone who knows me. Just listen to last week's episode, <laughs> if you dare. Uh, I'm still a mess, but I'm happy, and I'm trying. I'm learning to live with my imperfections, and I'm really proud of that. And it hasn't always been that way, but I had to go through the times of questioning to get to this place. And I am, even though I have just as few answers as I did back then, I think I'm better at processing things and I'm a little bit better about knowing who I am and knowing what I need in the moment. And that's really important. Oh, I want to talk more about the drugs. But um, we know that I can rant about drugs forever, and I'll save that for another episode since we're starting to run low on time. Um, I I also thought it was interesting because in last week's episode, I talked about FOMO, how I feel like... I'm always missing something, and a lot of that does have to do with anxiety, I'm realizing. And um, if you read any of my old journal entries, you'll see I've been dealing with this feeling for a while. I think it's really funny when I read old journal entries and... I start thinking that they're repetitive. Like, I start criticizing myself for being so repetitive. And then it's like, you know, you, you wrote these years apart, right? They're only repetitive because now you're seeing a pattern through the lens of your current self. I, I don't know. It's funny. Um, speaking of wearing masks around people and hiding who you truly are, well, I'm going to read this week's Pickle Poll, which has nothing to do with what I just said. But at the end, I'll share what next week's Pickle Poll will be, and it does have something to do with what I just said, so bear with me. Also, if you don't know, the Pickle Polls are a little way that I like to engage with my community, aka you all lovely people. Um, Every week I post a question or a prompt, and then I read people's answers on the podcast, and it's super fun. So last week's Pickle Poll was, have you ever given up on a goal in order to improve your mental health? And... The prompt for this was me dropping out of school, which society might see as a a negative thing, but I saw it as a positive thing to improve my mental health. So um, I got four answers. I asked a few people to elaborate on their answers, and I'm, I'm checking to see if they did. No, not yet. You know what? That's okay. Okay, so my ex, Andrew, said, I've given up on all my goals because of my mental health. Does that count? <laughs> and I said, it depends on whether or not your goals involve spoiling your sweet kitty boy, rotten. And then he said, that's not a goal, that's a lifestyle. <sighs> uh cats. Um, and then uh, at really nice snowman says, Every day... <laughs> Which, okay, I need more information. Uh, I need to know if you're okay, first of all. Don't answer that for real. But I don't know. I kind of started thinking about that idea. I don't know if they meant it as a joke or not, but I really started thinking about it. What does it mean to give up on goals every day in order to improve your mental health? Like, what might that look like? And it kind of reminds me of this post I saw floating around that was like, don't have time to wash your face, take your makeup off or don't have time to take a shower, brush your teeth, like stuff like that. Like don't have time to cook dinner, eat. A, I don't know. I, I'm really messing up the original post. Um, but the whole point is sometimes it, there, there is a strength in recognizing that you're not able to finish a task or meet a goal. And It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you're weak or whatever. It just means that in the moment, you don't have the strength. Like Lorenzo said in his post, uh, 100% one day is not going to be 100% another day. Hey, y'all. It's future Christina. I realized that when I was recording this, I forgot to read the part of Lorenzo's post where he says 100% one day is not going to look like 100% another day. Um, so that's awkward, but you can go over to the Pickles and Vodka Facebook page and I'm going to be sharing his original post where you can read every single sweet, sweet word that he wrote. Okay. Anyway, back to the show. Oh my God. There's a lizard outside on my roof. I've never seen a lizard in Virginia before. That is wild. Um, (laughs) ADHD who? Anyway shout out to at really nice snowman because they usually comment on my posts and I, I really enjoy what you have to say. So thank you. Um, my friend Rachel at doomed NYC, who has also been a guest on the podcast. Uh, she said, yes. And I failed miserably and I need more again. I, I want more information. Uh, so I asked her what happened and she never responded to be fair. I, <laughs> I asked the question like two weeks after she commented because that's just how I roll. I know I'm trying so much harder to be better at doing this. Again, not apologizing, not apologizing. I had a great break not talking to people or commenting on things, but moving forward, I want to be better about it. But yeah, Rachel, what, what happened? By failed miserably, do you mean you failed the goal or do you mean you failed at improving your mental health by giving up the goal? Um, In any case, we can relate to you, and we love you. Okay, so my friend Alyssa, who goes by Flesh Daddy on social media, sent me a voice recording in response to this question, which, again, is have you ever given up on a goal in order to improve
1: your mental health? And I'm going to play it right now for y'all. So my mental health has been spotty at best for as far back as I can remember. Um, And I think that one of the biggest catalysts was my own mom. Um, And I ended up giving up my relationship for a long time with my siblings and my mother um, for my mental health. She's not a nice person. And um, unfortunately, I I had to choose myself. Um, I love my siblings, but it was really this matter of resentment built up for them because I was parentified and um I was just I was just starting to take it out on them so I ended up leaving. I ended up leaving knowing that my mother would try her best to bar me from having any relationship with them. You know, I, I still rarely see them unfortunately because I had to distance myself so much for so many years that I'm practically a stranger to most of them, you know, the eldest of the younger ones um And I, we, we have a really good relationship, but all the rest of them, we have a really weird relationship where I'm, I'm, I'm practically just like kind of an acquaintance to them and it it hurts, but it's one of those things where I had to choose myself because I was at this breaking point where I was, I, I internalize everything, you know, and then I lash out and I was lashing out at them. And it wasn't good for them. And I'd rather not have any relationship at all with them than put them through that.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for sending that in. It brought me much joy and it breaks my heart. But also, I'm really fucking proud of you for doing it. I think the thing that is most hard in life, at least for me, is to sacrifice things in order to help myself, especially when it involves sacrificing something that I can give to someone else in order to help myself because I like to help other people. Um, And I love my family, especially my siblings. I'm the oldest of seven, if y'all didn't know that. And I I have a close relationship with most of my siblings and I talk to them every week in some capacity, mostly. Um, And so the thought of not doing that just breaks my heart. But if I were in Alyssa's situation, I I don't know what I would do. Um, And so I applaud you for taking that really, really difficult step to help yourself. And one of the most important things that I learned in treatment and just in therapy and self-introspection, that was redundant, in general, is that you can... You can control your actions, but you can't control other people's actions. It it sounds really simple, but it's not. It's very hard to grasp and to accept. And sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is just to let go of other people's behaviors and just focus on yourself, like let go of trying to change them or your circumstances, because sometimes you can't change your circumstances either. Um, Hot take. I know. But what I'm trying to say is, Alyssa, you're amazing. And um, I hope someone can listen to that and feel a little bit better about their situation. And who knows, you know, life is unpredictable and weird and... Wild um, things can change. Sometimes I think things can change most when you're not expecting it to. Like when you do let go, I think sometimes things can work out in mysterious ways. There's another church saying, um, and that's beautiful. But with that said, you know, maybe they won't change and that's also okay. What's beautiful is the change taking place inside of you. And, yeah. Thanks, Alyssa, for that. Um, before I wrap up the episode, I want to say again, you can leave me a review if you feel so inclined. You can also do what Alyssa did and send me a voice recording. I love them so much. And um, it's really easy to do. Just send me a DM on Instagram and they give you an option to submit a voice recording. Instead of like t- typing in the message, you can hit record. And what Alyssa did was send me three separate ones and I just like stitched them together in audacity. So please do that. (laughs) I will ask permission before reading it on the podcast. Don't worry. I'm very respectful of my guests and their privacy. You can also use a fake name if you want. Also, you can just send me a regular message too. You don't have to send me your voice recording. Just send me a regular message. I I love to hear from y'all. I think... I look at the people who follow me, and y'all just inspire me so much. and also, some of you are just hilarious. not, a, not a so that message wasn't hilarious, but you know what I mean. Um, help me liven up this podcast by sending me some spicy voice recordings. Oh, um, speaking of which, I guess I should let you know what the next week's pickle poll will be ahead of time. Um, So I I post these every Wednesday on my Instagram, but if you listen to the episodes, you can get them ahead of time and kind of start preparing your answers. Um, Luckily, next week's pickle poll is more on the lighthearted side. It is, how do you really want to respond to the question, how are you? Part of what prompted this was, The journal entry I was reading earlier, where I was talking about how I felt like I couldn't really talk about what was on my mind. Like I couldn't really tell people what I was going through. But also I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately where people start off the interview with like, how are you? And everyone always says good. Even mental health podcasts, even my own podcast. Like I do this all the time. I like to think I'm this liberated person who talks freely about mental health, but I still respond to how are you with good you know, can't complain. Look good to be alive. Am I right? <laughs> like, um, and so I wanted to ask y'all like how in in your wildest fantasies, how do you really want to respond to the question people ask, which is how are you? So um, go on Instagram and comment on the post. Uh, I'll be posting it to Facebook as well. You can follow me at pickles and vodka podcast. And Yeah, looking forward to next week's episode with my guest. (laughs) I'm just going to call it a surprise guest because uh, it's a surprise to me, too. Um, Hit me up if you want to be a guest. I'm trying to do more interviews with just like regular people with regular problems because I think those are the most rewarding. Not to say that, you know, mental health professionals aren't normal people with normal people problems, they are too. But I think moving forward, I'm going to try to have less of an angle of self-help and more of an angle of honesty and documentation, if that makes sense. So yeah, hit me up if you want to sit around and shoot the shit and just talk about how miserable and beautiful life is. Because that's my love language. All right, y'all, I hope you have a wonderful week. I will be getting my motorcycle tires replaced and cuddling my cats and eating a lot of popcorn. It's going to be great. Um, I never know how to end these. Oh my God, I'm going to cut all of this, I swear. No, I'm not. So yeah, um, stay safe and take care of yourselves. Bye. I just said stay safe and take care of yourselves like it's not the same fucking thing. There I go, self-analyzing again. (laughs) Bye. Hello friends, it's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today, or you just want to say hi, email me at at picklesandvodkapodcast.gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.